Hey everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around, talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. I did it this week. Hooray. Yay. I did it. Back on track. My wife yelled, you did it on the first try from the other room. I'm very happy. Uh, Yeah, so that said, this week... We're going to watch these teens fight monsters they've already fought because it's a clip show. Oh, boy. Um, I'm Zach. I'm joining me this week. We've got Emily. Yo, it's me. And we've got Morgan. I thought you told them where we were going. Oh, I thought you no. told them where we were going. Oh, no. Yeah, and now we're all strapped to this this contraption together waiting for our deaths. Oh, darn. Damn, oh, and, chill- and, and we, we didn't chill- tell Fabby where we were, so she can't come and save us. <sighs> or oh. Fabby, save us from the clip show. <laughs> I, I, yeah, someone come save us from the clip show, but what will save me from the clip show is that my kitty just sneezed, and it was really oh. cute. Um, anyway. I love when animals sneeze. It's like the best thing ever. It's really cute until um, our older cat actually got a, a respiratory infection a couple oh, years no. ago, which like, of course they can get them, but I hadn't ever really considered until then that that could happen. And it's it's very cute when they sneeze like every once in a while, but it's really sad when they won't stop yeah, sneezing. Yeah, of course <laughs> it is. I don't know why you have to bring it down like that. <laughs> well, I mean, he's completely fine. It was it You're like was right. A while cats, ago. cat sneezing is adorable, except for this incredibly tragic anecdote that I have where it it's wasn't. not tragic. <laughs> he's fine. He just had a cold. He's fine. Okay. Uh, but yes, uh, we are here to talk about a clip show episode. I might be wrong, and it might take a long time, but I'm going to guess not. So we're going to do something we do occasionally, especially when the episode is sort of a little lackluster. So, Emily, how have you been since last time we recorded? How are you doing? I've been good. I I started a couple of new files in Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, heck yeah. I I was... um, I was playing a bard and I was having fun with all the extra skills and social stuff I can do. But I was like, man, I want to want to hit things. So I re-rolled a paladin. And I'm having fun with that because Divine Smite is really fun. It's a really good thing to do. Divine it's- Smite is really fun <laughs> in both in Baldur's Gate and in actual yeah, D&D. Because like, for- you can just go, what if I just kill this one guy <laughs> yeah. for sure? Like if, for people who aren't like, you know, D&D heads or whatever... Divine Smite is a thing paladins can do where like if you if you try and hit a guy and then you hit, you can expend a spell slot to like do extra damage on your hit. Yeah. And the reason Basically, it's yeah. one of the reasons it's so good is because like it's you 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 can active like how you handle it in the video game is like if you if you activate a divine smite and you miss it, then you didn't use up your spell slot. So yeah, like, that's cool. And like one of the like the biggest things in D D is all like, yeah, I'm gonna use my like my one level, I have like three level one spells. I'm going to, I'm going to cast a guiding bolt on this guy. Oh, it missed. Okay. Yes. I guess, I, I guess that spell slot did nothing for me. <laughs> Smite does work that way. Divine Smite works that way in the pen and paper. You don't have to do it until you hit, but yeah, exactly. it's still, uh, it's, but yes, basically you can, as a paladin go, I am, what am I going to do with spells? Why don't I just hit a guy? <laughs> you, yeah, you have like, because cause, yeah, because yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of spells that are like, oh, this is divine smite, but with like thunder. And it's like, OK, cool. Yes. But if I if I activate that one, 
then I just use a spell slot even if I miss. Like that also, doesn't. Yeah. That's not also, good. So why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, they're real fun. I really and I don't think I've ever played a bard in pen and paper, but they're very fun in Baldur's Gate because you get to do all the little utility stuff and you yeah. still control the other characters. So it yeah, and you really, get like a, a yeah. ton of skills. Like I, I like you get like you you get like a normal amount of skills on like your first like starting of the of the bard. Um, I was a little bit disappointed because they changed half elf rules. So because half elves half elves used to get like a couple extra skill proficiencies. So if you made a half elf bard, you had like a fuck ton of skills at the beginning of the, of your um, character. But like, um, and this, they, they changed how the race stuff works mostly for the better. Um, but later on, you get to choose like a bunch of new skills in uh, like another level up, which I don't think any other class gets to ever do unless you take a feat for oh, it. That is wild. Yeah. And, yeah. and you also get to pick expertise in two of them, which makes you get like a shit ton of bonuses to like, these two specific skills. So like, and then if you then take the feet skilled, like I did, my character pretty much has like half the skills they're proficient in. So like, it's really fun doing stuff with that, but it also was like, Oh, I, I can't really like vicious mockery doesn't really do that much. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. The damn, the spell, their damaging spells are not great, but that yeah, they have a lot of yeah. other cool stuff. So yeah. That's okay. and, that, and that's, that's fine. But I didn't really have like, I don't know. I just wanted to hit stuff with my character. So that's fair. And I've also been watching. So like ever pretty much ever since like the Netflix one piece uh, show came out, which I thought was mid. Um, <laughs> I've been like rewatching and rereading one piece to get like the better experience. That's cool. um, and like, I'm enjoying it, but like uh, a lot of, a lot of people online are like, man, one piece is such a leftist show so leftist and it's like that show has no it problems. isn't <laughs> yeah it, it does isn't, i believe the guy is not good right i don't want to uh, the okay, guy like, supports I, the writer of Rurouni kenshin and is pretty positive I, that's him. what it was that's, that's even the that's post the... like that the writer of Rurouni kenshin getting outed as a pedophile and convicted so, too right it wasn't yeah, like convicted. a yeah it wasn't yeah. like a just uh rumor thing yeah. yeah it's not an allegation yeah. he went straight up was he should have did a crime that he was convicted of and uh but and also like just like I, I think one fan like was talking about like hey like why do you draw the girls so sexy and he was like i'm gonna like double down and draw them sexier or something like that happened R- R- um, rational <laughs> yeah. yeah um and like yeah like the, the show's good and i like i understand why like people could say like it, it gives you a got a lot of good feelings like like the straw hats are outlaws who constantly fight cops and like are constantly they fight cops and fight injustice is they fight injustice yeah and, and they, they save what I saw. people who are being like um like uh like like in the dress rosa arc they save a bunch of people from being like automaton slaves and that's that's awesome but also like the the revo- the resolution to like fix the country isn't like to make like uh democracy even like not even like that like I'm not talking about like making a a communist right. t- utopia I'm talking about like they don't even they just put the good king in 
The g- yeah. It's all yeah. about the good king. Monarchies yeah. are fine. It's just bad well, apples. <laughs> on the internet, basically, when they say something is woke or leftist, leftist, they mean there are people other than straight white men in it. Is what they mean. At this yeah, point. yeah. So, which, yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of like, there's a lot of like, like, uh, like some people are very adamant that One Piece is is not. Um, transphobic and is in fact like pro trans people. And Yo, I can. I saw those episodes back in college and they made me uncomfortable. I, if yeah. you feel that way, like <laughs> I'm happy for you, but I just don't agree. Well, I yeah. think it's the Yamato stuff that people are talking about yeah, now. Yeah, but, but even I, that's. I mean, like, even yeah. from what I've seen of that, because I haven't read it, but from what I've seen of stuff posted, it's like, no, Sanji is still skeeving and treating Yamato, uh, like, Yamato like he's a girl and being really shitty about it. So yeah. And there's a whole arc about how Sanji's like the best guy ever. So like There you go. Cool. Like and and yeah. and, and like he also, like his his training is like running away from crossdressers who are trying to like sexually assault him, and it's like cool. You're shitting me. The no, that's not. That's his his, is, his two year training college, arc that, is that yeah. he's on this like Okama Island, which yep, is like that's okay. what I remember. And and from, like right, they're they're chasing right. him and trying to like smooch him and or put him in a dress. And they're like, no, it's the worst thing. That that's how happen. He, that's how he learns yeah. to get really good at karate. Is he runs away from them. And, cool. and just learns how to fly because he can. Okay, he I, get didn't away from these... I didn't remember that part. <laughs> well, he, like, he, he, he like he can he can kick really good. He can kick the air itself, so he can kind of essentially fly. Anyway, that's, it's that's, just... that's all backed up by physics, as far and, as I know. Like, yeah. And like I just told you a bunch of horrible shit. I still genuinely gen- generally like the show. Like yeah. it's still really fun say... and like Luffy. When Luffy punches a bad guy, it's really satisfying because they're usually like really bad. And and like you've just been waiting for it for so long for Luffy to punch that guy and he does it and it feels really good. Um, I know, um I, another problem uh, I have with the show sorry. is just kind of like how horny it is. <laughs> like it's ridiculously horny. Like it was too horny for me. Like uh, yeah. Um it, yeah like uh and, and and I will say that like I think it's good that like Nami and Robin the two main girl characters are like adults being like twenty and thirty respectively. Um, yes, that's good. But then also yeah. there's a 16 year old gladiator girl who's wearing like a chainmail bikini and they're talking about her tragic backstory while showing sh- shots of her pressing her sweaty boobs together while fighting in the arena. Cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm yeah. really trying not to, I'm not the biggest anime person, so I feel like I have a bad reflex to blame it on anime, but I'm also aware there's not, there's lots of anime that's not that way. So I guess like specifically like a lot of um, shonen delves into those tropes, right? That's the. Even in the shonen space though, like I feel like One Piece. Like, let's compare One Piece to My Hero Academia, which is a contemporary shonen show where there is one horny character and people don't like him for it. Yeah, but he well, but he sure is in it and, and won't go away, even though people don't yeah, like it. Look, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 
Strong have at least saying, two perverts on there. But I know what you mean. Yeah, that, that's most I, I most shonen shows will have at least one pervert in them, and that is um, that, that's, that's never been a draw. Yeah, and One really Piece old. has two of them with Brooke and Sanji because Brooke's whole thing is he likes to ask girls to see their if he can see their their panties. I guess what I'm really think, <laughs> thinking is like, cool. I have not watched that much anime. A lot of what I have watched is shonen, and and again, I understand. It's not every show. I'm not trying to be that guy, but like it, it, those shows think that's really funny. They yep. think it's really funny. <laughs> they and do. It's not really funny. Um, and it sucks because <laughs> so. like, because like Brooke and Sanji can be really cool characters sometimes. Like Brooke is a, is a funny skeleton musician who goes, yo, ho, 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 skull joke. And it's great. But then he's a pervert and it's not good anymore. Um, and it, and it's, it's, it's such a mixed bag because like also I would say that Nami, and Robin are like really well realized characters who like often have things to do in the show when like most shonen shows like Sakura never does anything like Hinata never does anything. You know what I mean? Like they don't have the girls yeah. do shit and it does have them do stuff. That's in cool. one piece. But and also like it's just a bunch. Of, it's just such a mixed bag. Yeah. But the highs it's are a, really high, uh, even though the lows can be. Quite low, like the like the white savior story they have in the middle of an arc. That was really cool. Um, I was gonna say this earlier. And I, I want to get it out before I forget. But sarcastic, I, I just to be clear. Oh no, it's yeah. fine. I I, I kind of figured, but I'm uh, I know I'm preaching to the choir both in terms of y'all, but also our listeners. That said, I truly just wish the internet would understand that it's okay for things you like to not be perfect that's fine it's okay yeah you can like things they can be good yeah. and still have lots of problems so it's okay it's all right um it can be a good really, show without being like the most leftist anime like you think it is and it's not it's right it's really fine. quickly <laughs> uh before we go to morgan uh because i don't want to forget i watched speaking of not having watched much anime i watched the first two episodes of delicious in dungeon oh, uh, i want to see that i want to see and that. i thought it was very fun and uh the reason i thought about it is because that show i don't know if it's going to continue or if it's just this episode where it happened but there is like a riff on uh like um fan service but they do it with the dwarf character where like you see a dwarf man painting shot in the second episode i think and they all act like it's like they're doing basically the same like types of shots and like music stings that you would do in another show uh when it's you know a 16 year old girl for instance and i thought that was relatively funny it helps that the character is voiced by uh Sun Wong, a pro ZD from the Oh, that's awesome. Uh, So he sells it really well as well. So nice. um, I thought that was pretty funny. I love that Uh, guy. And the show's fun. I'm enjoying it. I have heard nothing but good things um, about how that series goes. And also, apparently, there is. I think there is supposed to be more fan service with him down the line. I oh, don't good. know. Okay, so it's people, not just that. People That's seem awesome. very happy with the amount of like him showing off his burliness. Well, well, what I had read is that in the, so I saw some pictures in like the first ep, uh, issue. Are they called issues in manga? I'm so ignorant. I of think this. issues is fine. 
uh, volumes, like, maybe first volume issue, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's like a round guy. He's not like you know. He's a little like squat, kind of round dwarf dude. But yeah. I guess I guess the the um, artist just was like. You know, it'd be, uh, what if I just made him really, really hot and buff and ripped, uh, and everybody thought he was sexy. And, <laughs> and so, like, gradually he becomes super hot. And then in the show, he basically starts that way, I guess, because people like that version of the character, uh, okay. more. So, um, I'm enjoying it. I think the, uh, uh I, I really have not gotten that far in, but the only other thing I want to say about it really quickly is I really like the, Elf girl whose name I, I am so bad with names. Marcel, maybe? That sounds right. Because, and I know a lot of people don't like her because she like. What? I guess does th- like throw tantrums and stuff. And that's not incorrect. But watching it, I'm like, but it's because her entire adventuring party is obsessed with eating things. And she's just like, can we please just not die? They're, they're very reasonable complaints. Yeah. I feel like it feels like that, you need to have that kind of character in that, like the, the straight man or whatever. She is it. your prim and proper Aika character in a world where everybody is weird food perverts. Right. And exactly. She's like, and like, yes, she's like, they show her like screaming and crying, but it's like the joke is they're all, insane like that's the joke that i was taking away from it so it's i thought it was very funny she's Um, very tightly wound and they're insane and it you know means that she is also people can be really weird about women having negative emotions (laughs) yeah well i think they were like this is not it's not i think the complaints i was reading was like she's stereotypical because she's like pitching fits and i'm like mm, i don't think it's quite oh, I what see. you're saying the other end but where like this yeah. is being I, sexist because she i think right. if you're complaining about that they're all stereotypes yes they sure are but it's fun i i'm or archetypes it. i guess yeah it's a good time um morgan so what have you been up to <laughs> uh just usual uh final fantasy and apex legends and then listening to way too many books on tape uh, so somehow I got started on a series called Heralds of Valdemar, which is okay. about people and magic horses. Magic horses okay. are cool. Yeah, they, so it it's about, uh, people and the magic horses that life bond to them and give them special powers and make them... Space horse girls? They're, it's like fantasy horse girls. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, and technically the horses make them cops, but oh, also no. the horses hold them accountable to their actions and the horses will only <laughs> the horses will only choose to work Man, with you if you are not a shitty human our cops so. are to- yeah that, that, yeah exactly that's that, if that were true then then mounted cops would be the most moral of all cops <laughs> exactly um the issue that i ran into uh listening to these books on tape is that I finished with the first three, and uh, let me tell you, when the first one started, I was like, oh, this might be a good series to pass on to my nieces. You know, it's magic. It's 13-year-old girl goes to magic school. There's a little talk of sex in there. Let's let's see how it goes. Second book, out-and-out sex. Third book, sexual assault. 
Cool. Let's skip forward to the fourth book that I just finished, which might be the last one that I listened to. This was the one that originally got me started thinking about the series because it has the character who was described as sexless as the blade she carries. And I was like, <laughs> Boy. cool. Okay. This series has queer characters. They're not great. They're not super well written, but it's like queer heroes. And this is written in 1988, remember? So oh, this wow. is That's the year I was born. <laughs> so this is old. Um and Call so I'm like, old. okay, I'm willing <laughs> Hun, I'm 40. I I'm know I'm old. Um and so I'm like, I'll give him a little bit of slack. Their ace character, she's ace because uh, she's kind of like a sword priest. So it's less that she's ace and more that she's just kind of... Celibate? Celibate. And I was like, okay, fine, fine. This is fine. And I get to the second half of this book, and that's where things start to go weird. Because there's been a bit of sexual violence throughout. This is not great, but whatever. Their solution to a villain is to basically take the mind magic that this person has that makes him look like your best friend and make it so instead of looking like your best friend, he always looks like a helpless lady. Okay. And send him back to the um, the brigand band that he is from to hopefully have him um, abused until death. Jesus Christ. He survives this bad force femme attempt, summons a demon, who then fully femmes him. Um, and then they get the main characters and bimbo-fy them. <laughs> there is more force femming that happens. There is a body swap, and I'm like, this is a bad fanfic that I'm reading. It's like, no, this was a fantasy novel from the 80s. And I'm just sitting there like, this is a story that I might read under other contexts of, it's a fantasy. There's weird, like, gender stuff going on. These are things I like. But it's like, nope, this is bad. Don't do this. 80s fantasy <laughs> is, and I know that just like as you go far back, you know, not far back, it's not like that long ago, but like, the further you go back in in media, there's more and more like, oh, well, you wouldn't have that now, you know, not to say everything's fixed, obviously. Um, yeah. And but 80s fantasy in particular, really, you I feel like it's mostly kind of what you're describing, which is to say, I feel like you can be reading a nice 80s fantasy novel and it's like fine. And then you're like, you turn the page and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like it was really guilty of that. I'm reading um, uh, on the, the, uh, uh, the Wikipedia here. This is uh, a Mercedes Lackey book, right? Is, <laughs> this is uh, Mercedes Lackey. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I've read some of, of, her stuff and and i recall it also being pretty weird uh and i like i i read a bunch of like dragon riders of pern um which is a a different uh writer but like same same um same era that one also has it does weird sex stuff Uh yes and and i feel like honestly basically all of the 80s ish fantasy i've read 
you can be like, man, there's some cool world building. And then you like turn the page and you're like, what, what's happening? It's, I don't know (laughs) why it is that that's like, uh, something that seemed so prevalent then, but, um, that's a bummer. (laughs) Yeah. I've got books from that era that I like really like still, but I honestly feel like even the best ones, it's like, yeah, but there's this and this and this (laughs) that are weird. I was willing to give it the benefit of the doubt until the entire, like, back half, maybe back third, just had this stuff. And I'm like, I didn't like this. I don't like this in fiction I read, and I don't want to hear this for three hours. I will say that that uh, there's an interesting here thing on, on her... Uh, there's no like controversies or anything, and I wasn't exactly looking for that. I was just curious. Um, but I do see here that she uh, has explicitly forbidden fan fiction of her books. I don't think you can actually do that because of like how fair use works and stuff Anne, like Anne that. Rice but, was big into that yeah. with the vampire books that she wrote that you really she would crack down on fan fiction. But, like, if you're not selling it, you can't – I don't think you can actually do that. <laughs> like, but, but yeah, anyway, um, that's interesting. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, I'm sorry that happened. That's – that's. Uh, I will say I'm looking at the pictures uh, of the book covers, and these are so uh, – these are trap Trapper Keeper – Right uh, covers basically, which is fun. Uh, they're pretty it, horses. Th- them's pretty horses, and mm-hmm. like the the sword sworn or whatever this this series was called. Like, I like a cover that's like a mage lady and a sword lady, and they are friends. But like, man, I don't know how I feel about these gender politics going on here. <laughs> Well, that's that's. I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, let me know if you find any because that that era is interesting because it's so like weird that way. Um, yeah, like I do. I feel like um, like what is a pulp fantasy novel has sort of been so codified now that not to say there aren't good ones, but like I do sort of know what I'm going to be getting into. I feel like when I open one up, and that was not the case. I feel like. <laughs> At that yeah. time, so cool. Well, I uh, I kind of said one of my things. Uh, I've mostly just been watching TV. The other one I, is I watched with my wife all the way through The Brother's Son on Netflix, which I really, really enjoyed. It's a eight-episode series, so it's pretty short, um, about a brother who is uh, in – the in a uh, triad gang in Taiwan and his dad is almost killed at, at, at like assassinated and they don't know who did it. And he has to go find his mom who is living in America in hiding and his, ha- uh, his brother who's like a Chinese rate raised Chinese American and doesn't know anything about the fact that his family is in uh, into the triads basically. And it's a huh. comedy drama. Um, it's pretty funny. The fights are really, really good. I found out that the dude who's the, uh, 
uh, the assassin character. Uh, they hired him uh, partially because he had like 15 years of martial arts uh, under his belt at like 28 or whatever. He'd been doing it forever. Um, mm-hmm. And so the the fights are good. The characters are really fun. Uh, the mom is played by Michelle Yeoh. So, oh, wow. Uh, she's fantastic in it. Um, and it's just a really good time. It's one of those, you know, it's a crime drama or it's like a organized crime thing. So you got to go in knowing like, uh, they're going to be a little softer on this than I'd probably like them to. But otherwise it's really, really cool. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought the, uh, the, the comedy is funny, which is, I feel like with action or comedy drama things that's always a little dicey but Mm -hmm. it's good the the um the chinese american brother uh uh his deepest darkest secret is that he uh took the money his mom gave him for tuition uh to be a doctor and is secretly taking improv classes (laughs) and he desperately does not want her to find that out uh and there's some good stuff with that compared to you know, the other secrets going around. So it's fun. I really, really liked it. And also there's too much media. So when you're like, it's eight episodes and that's the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I'm watching fucking one piece. It's hundreds of episodes, thousands of episodes. Um, yeah, I know. Although I am watching, um, the, uh, there's, there's, there's a fan edit called one pace, which tries to like, cut out the fluff like think of like dragon ball z uh kai yeah but like, yeah but like it's fan made and it's it, it's it's definitely like i've i i i got i got from like fucking i'm, I'm in like uh what what arc have we just finished the zo arc if you know one piece at all that's pretty like that's a lot of episodes that we covered like pretty quickly with the with the pacing changes so okay yeah, that's pretty nice it's always one of still too much like with- but like yeah, with Kai, and like Dragon Ball Z Kai, I know they cut out like the fucking episode where they learn to drive, and it's like, but that's one of the best episodes. <laughs> like, no, I, one, one Piece filler yeah. is really bad. Okay, fair all, enough. All the filler arcs are bad, um, from what I remember when I watched them. But it's it's not just that; it's also just like, um, just cutting out fluff. That's like, you know how sometimes in one anime there'll be like one shot where you're like, okay, okay. Move on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get it. Well, in, in, <laughs> that still kind of happens, but I'm assuming they cut out some of it. Cause like they'll cover like at least like, I guess an example would be that like the, the one pace um, files will tell you which chapters it's covering. It tends to be like one, uh, like, like at least two chapters. And I think every episode of the anime is like one chapter. So that's yeah. yeah. That, I was going to say in, in the thing that in Kai, that's good is when they were making Dragon Ball, and I know this is also the case for a lot of of these types of shows, Shonen, it's like, okay, well, we are caught up to where the book is, so we need to stall. So we're not yeah. – it's not just that we're going to make up like filler episodes. Literally, we're just going to make shots take a really long time for no reason. And Kai, like, fixed that part. So that stuff is yeah. good. It's like, okay, we really don't need to look at them – stare at each other for i understand there's building tension but then there's like this this is too much so well cool yeah. well uh 
With that out of the way, I think we've delayed as much as we can reasonably. Let's talk about Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Good good amount of time leading in. Yes, uh, episode 38, Until Sunset. Uh, Now, we open on, um, and and I did check, there's an establishing shot uh, after the credits that confirms this is, in fact, uh, uh, Captain Mutiny's planet. And if you'll remember, that, yeah, <laughs> I, the last thing that happens in the last episode is Kai runs up to everybody and is like, Captain Mutiny's planet has disappeared. We can't find it. So I don't know how they found it. It seems like they don't. The next episode doesn't have anything to do with that. So I think they just forgot that they did that, which I, I, I think that does. is correct. Yeah, which doesn't really surprise me, I guess, but it's just weird. Um, I guess, like, you could say, because what we find out is that we've got Kai and, or sorry, not Kai, uh, Damon and, um, oh my god, Leo. Leo Leo and Damon uh, are on Captain Mutiny's planet for some reason. We don't really find out why. No, Um, we have no context of what ended up having at all. You could say like, oh, well, they were all searching for the planet and they found it. But but like they don't say that. And also that doesn't uh, line up with what happens later. Right. So it honestly doesn't line up with what happens later that they are even on Captain Mutiny's planet. No, but because, (laughs) yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. But yes, I I, so just keep that in mind because it makes the whole thing a little more confusing, which is good. Um, they're, uh, running away, they're morphed and they're running away from, uh, a bunch of swabbies and Deviat and, um, uh, Axel, I'm going to call him. What's that? Axel, Uh, I'm going to call him. It's, it's got Axe in it. I remember that. Barbarax. Barbarax. Okay. That makes sense. Barbarian and Axe together. Barbarax. Okay. Bar 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 brax is what I'm gonna call him. Is that good? No. Was that a good joke? No. no. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I accept. I accept. Only this old heads will remember Barbaran. That show. I mean, that song was very old by the time I was a small child. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So they they get chased. Um, it's. It's one of those things that where it's like they have to set this up really quickly so they don't tell you what's happening really and then also they get cornered on a I mean it's a steep hill but it's not a cliff yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh they get cornered at the top of a hill and Leo's like oh yeah well, what are you going to do about it well, and well, Deviot's well, like no. well, Leo is like What's this all about? Like, what right. do you mean? Yes. What's this all? Like, he's like, why are you attacking us? Like, what do you mean? You guys, We're, we hate you. They're monsters and you're power rangers. Yeah. Like, we, what are you talking remember, about? What, remember I'd how like we to hate know you? what this is all about. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> this is the power rangers intrinsic good, intrinsic evil system. Right. Exactly. And the, um, uh, so they, they just cut to like the other side of the hill 
Yeah. And then you see an explosion and they roll down it and the Power Rangers thus have been defeated. And I'm like, wait, that was really fast. I know. Roll down a hill. It's really hard to recover from rolling down a hill. Yeah. That's true. They don't even get their arms grabbed or anything. No, I know. They they just we then just cut to uh the next scene and they're they're tied up. Uh and let me with- tell you, if, if you if you like to see some some muscly men uh sweating it up with their arms raised for like an entire 30 minute episode or 21 minute episode then i have i, I got a power episode of power rangers for you <laughs> that's true they're they're tied up uh with their arms uh up above them and uh showing the got- pit that is showing it to everybody <laughs> I- showing pits um i just want everyone to to look at that picture of how their hands are and keep that in mind later for how you morph. Oh, that's a good point. Yes, they they are their wrists are manacled next to each other, so they can't really do the actual motion that they are supposed to do. All the motion do. is between their their hands and their wrists, though. Yes, yeah. And later in the episode, they are shown to be wearing the morphers, so they have access to them. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. They could have done it right here. There's yeah. There, see those those yeah. wrist those wristbands are made out of anti morph technology, so they can't uh, sell anti morphium. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, uh, they they in the EU they I forgot to mention uh, that they're also yeah. got a lot of battle damage, and their shirts are all ripped. So it's very like they're very it. it like They're if you're sweaty. in the men, it's it's pretty sexy. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not Leo ripping his shirt off, but uh, yeah. Uh, Morgan, so I gotta if, say, if, Emily, Harry Pitts versus not Harry Pitts. Ah, uh, Harry Pitts. <laughs> okay. If you're <laughs> listeners, if you're curious, Leo, Harry, Damon, not. So there you go. Somebody shaves, and it's not Leo. Uh, the. Morgan does have a good point, and listener, if you can't remember, because it's been a very long time since we've described it, the morphers in Galaxy are like the two-part wrist guys, where you just have to, like, you put one part into the other part, right? So yeah. Yeah. you should probably be able to finagle such that uh well you, how, I mean, the wristbands in the way how could how could they summon the morpher there when the wristbands well they're not that tight I, though they don't seem like really but the morphers are like got a decent, lot of movement like, though like these are these are two buff boys they could pr- one could prop up the other and yeah. could, they could try literally anything that's true. Yeah. yeah they don't they they, <laughs> they, 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 they do instead, nothing Instead, they they're like, "Whoa, we're in a clip show. Let's just tell stories for hours." Yeah. Uh, and but before that happens, Deviat is like, "We're bad guys. Let's kill them." And Barbarax is like, "No, let's not do that." Captain <laughs> Mutiny wants to do it for some reason. He wants uh, to do it, but he won't show up until the sun goes down because he's got a very busy schedule. I see. Right. Even though we are, uh, as as we will find out shortly, on his planet, but it's just going to take him for a while to get here. Um, so Do paperwork, it, okay? It's important. <laughs> anyway, now let's let's fully leave and not be anywhere near them, and they yeah, probably like no won't sentries escape. or anything. And the thing I is, mean, I, they're right. 
In any, well, yes, that's what I was going to say. In any other episode, they'd be wrong. But in this episode, since it's a clip show, they're correct. Now, right before we go to um, uh, the theme song, I I have to point out that we've got a because because Leo is just wearing pants and a, sh- and a tank top because that's what Leo mostly wears. I was in this episode. I was reminded that Leo used to wear wild outfits yeah. and he doesn't anymore, and that's kind of a bummer. Uh, but Damon has basically always worn the same thing, which is a green jumpsuit. But 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 Zach, you say you said his shirt was off. Well, he's peeled down like. The top part to where pants would be, except it's one piece, uh, one piece, uh, <laughs> and uh, and then like he's got a white tank top under that. Do you think they did that for him? Because he said he was too sweaty. <laughs> I think so. I I, mean- I I I think they pulled it down, and they also like put speed holes in everybody's shirt. Speedles. Yeah, because yeah. there's no. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So how da- else would that have happened? Just a second. Yeah, Damon must have morphed like this because, like, he's got holes in his shirt. Yeah. He's cause... also got his tool belt. Well, that's actually where I was eventually going. Is that he oh. has his full tool tool belt? And the reason I wanted to bring it up is because now I I'm not the handiest person in the world, uh, though I'm learning, um, but. I do know that there are reasons to have like more than one screwdriver. I'm not sure if there's a reason to have like 15 screwdrivers, which is what appears to be so, most of his tool complement. Like wrenches. <laughs> so very often having multiple screwdrivers is good. I'm you sorry, have wrenches. Screws of different I meant wrenches. Sizes. Oh, I, f- I forgot. Wrenches are the same thing though, where the bolts can be different sizes. Yeah, and that's a true. screwdriver. You can apply like a Phillips head to a lot of different things and just like, you know, if it's partially stuck in there, it's fine. Wrenches, you do need very specific wrenches for very specific bolts. It's just, I guess it's just tickled me that, that like, that's most of what he has. And also, Damon, what did you need? I mean, I guess we don't know what you're here for, but what did you need the tool belt for also? He's always wears the tool belt. That's true. It's just his clothes. I didn't think about the fact that that previously when they morph back I I mean we have seen them be in like damaged clothes but I think that usually it's not the case that they morph in nice like fully good clothes and then when they unmorph they're damaged. I think you're right that usually uh they go, just go back to how they were. So, it's well, I only mean, like, ever if you get like forced out of the morph that I feel like you get any battle damage on your shirt. But yeah. even then, it's like in the final episode or something. If so you maybe get that... forced on morph, you know, maybe there's a little bit of smoke around you, but it hasn't fucked up your favorite shirt. So maybe that does mean he he pulled his his, his overalls down and then uh, then morphed for some reason. Well, this, which is, is, this is a um, this was all really Barbrax. This is Barbrax's so. kink. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. It is. We are. Uh, they do do establish, and I think we saw this earlier. It's a desert planet. They're very sweaty, um, you know, because we're doing a lot of our shooting in. Uh, so he unzipped part of his, California his jumper. That is a desert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, 
when we come back from from uh, uh, the um, uh, credits, um, we actually don't get that shot I thought we did. Oh no, we do. I, I lied. It's it's there. So yes, we're on uh, Mutiny's planet, um, and Leo's like. I had a bad idea. Oh, yes. Okay. So he does say what they're doing. I had a bad feeling about us coming here to spy on Captain Mutiny. Uh, now, again, I still don't know how they got here. Um, how they knew where here was. Yes. Uh, they also, we're also looking uh, at, at a big skeleton of like a dinosaur looking creature. Um, I think that's a nice piece of scene setting. Yeah. Uh Reminds me of the like a big uh, skeleton in in the Tatooine Star Wars. Um, yeah. So they then do what we were talking about earlier, which is uh, Leo's like, "Don't worry, they'll be right. Be- the others will be right behind us." And uh, uh, he's like, "Damien's like, cool. So you told him where we were going?" And he's like, "No, I thought you were going to tell him where we were going." Oh no. Uh, so, yeah, they, they're, well, I guess they'll be dead, except it's, you know, they just find them anyway. Uh, (laughs) but, um, they're, they're hanging there, and so they decide what we should, uh, start doing is telling stories. Damon says, you know, I was just thinking, man, you're always in trouble. Like, when I first met you, you were a stowaway on a terror venture, and he's like, no, I wasn't trying to be trouble. I just didn't want to get left behind. Now, here is what I will say is relatively novel about this clip episode. They are narrating during the clips, which hmm. I don't think I've ever seen it in a Power Rangers clip show, at least. They usually are just like, hey, remember when this happened? And then they show the clip and then they cut back. Um the other thing is that the clips are very short, like 30 seconds in, in most cases, which is weird. I, I didn't expect that. Um, Can I bring up two things? Go for it. One, they are playing the song that plays during 2001 A Space Odyssey when they are on the like spaceship airplane to go to the space station. Yes, yeah. I think that was in the original all- okay. clip also. We but, also but, would yeah. be remiss to not mention uh, past Leo's amazing velvet jacket I mean, jacket I know thing. we talked that about it, good... but that's what I'm talking about when I say like, oh, he just wears red tank tops now. It, yeah, he was wearing, it's like a red velvet, like Jaguar print almost shirt. It's the best. It's really good. The other um, thing I want to bring up is Damon said, I first met you when you were sneaking onto Terra Venture. As is brought up in the exact next scene. Yeah, no, he didn't. Damon, That's true. Damon is still on Earth at this point. Yes. In the mega ship. Yeah, yeah. Damon meets him on um planet Maya Planet. Miranoi. That's yes, it. Yes, Miranoi, yeah. Yep, that's a good point. That's so that's just not true. Now you can assume that he was told what happened, but he he got he got that detail wrong. And he's like, remember so. when Kai showed up and took the mega ship to space and Leo should be like, No, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like they they you, you guys don't remember apparently the order in which things happened, <laughs> but that's fine. Um they show you the scene again. 
where Kai showed up to take the mega ship to space. And we see again where Damon, again, if you listener don't remember, Damon was the mechanic for the mega ship, which was at that time a uh, museum to like the, the defeat of the, uh, the space alien army uh, at the end of uh, Power Rangers in Space. And again, we see where Damon is like, I'm the mechanic of this ship and it'll never fly. And then it immediately flies. Yeah. Thus, thus letting you know that Damon is not a very good mechanic. Well, he, he's uh, also the one who made it fly. No, so, like, he, well, doesn't he like work on it so that it can fly? Isn't that what happens? I, I think they, they just, I think Kai just takes off. Yeah. Um, well, I, I want to say that what happened was Kai took off and then, it like something started to go wrong and Damon is like, well, I guess I'll fix it. So we don't die. I want to say that that's basically what happened, uh, but they, uh, they don't okay. show that part. Um, they then uh, go say like, well, yeah. And then remember when we pulled the sabers, it was super cool. And then it was a uh, rush. He said, right. It's like we were struck by it lightning was, so they can feel and they do get struck by lightning, the power, right. Range of and, powers. uh, Returning to our, our previous theme, uh, no, I don't remember, uh, says Leo, because I didn't remember. <laughs> my yeah, brother Mike pulled Mike it. Does that. Yeah. I want to note Maya's outfit in this scene mm-hmm. uh, because she is wearing a very different outfit than she wears on Terra Venture. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, yeah. In this in this scene, she's basically wearing like a burlap robe. That's and I just true. want to say that her coming to Terra Venture, she basically showed up and is like, my people dress like this, so you just have to accept it. And I think this is just like, her going to Terra Venture was her entering her slut era. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> she, like, she I want to like... dress like, I want to dress in rags, and that's all. And you can't say anything, because this is how we dress on Miranoi, even though it wasn't. No, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I think they really settled into a like an outfit, and that's fine. But I think they're less interesting. <laughs> that well, I don't know. The burlap dress is not the best. It wasn't but, a good look. Uh, but yeah. Um, so then you know, they, you they, leave your fundamental family and go to space, and you can dress how you like. Right. Uh, then Leo's like, yeah, I know. And then, uh, and then and my, my brother bro- died, but he's not dead. So I don't know why I'm die. so sad about this flashback. Uh, but he didn't die. And then Damon's like, that's okay, man. Cause then you became the red Ranger and it was your destiny. Isn't that cool? And you know, they're, they're agreeing that, that it worked out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Even though uh, his brother was presumed dead for for quite some time, so uh, the watching this again, uh, it reminded me like the just every the the part where everyone screams Mike. Even though they don't show that, I just had forgotten it, and it tickled me so much. Uh, where everyone, including including Damon, yells uh, Mike, even though he doesn't know who that is at that at that point. Uh, but <laughs> then we, uh, we see them all hold up the, the sabers. Uh, and one of them, it says, man, it was the bomb when we became power Rangers <laughs> and that's fine. But it does. It's like, they just don't talk in slang that much. Like most of the time in this season, 
they did a lot more in earlier Power Rangers, so it, it stuck out to me. Um, there is one good joke here where uh, uh, Damon says, man, who would have believed it? Us, Power Rangers. And Leo is like, well, nobody if they saw us right now, which I thought was pretty good. Because, uh, you know, they've been captured and strung up here. Um, then we uh, we have commercial break and then uh we cut back and i will say one of two things is happening in this uh after the the commercial break in this scene either someone put way more work into the we are dying of dehydration makeup than was necessary for this children's show or they did not have enough water for the actors (laughs) and i bet it's the second one I, I think it's a little column A, little column B. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Damon's got a bunch of white stuff smeared on him. Like, well, they his have lips, it looks like. So that's that happens when you start dehydrating. You get okay. this like stuff on your uh, your lips. I don't know what it is. I'm not a biologist. I, I uh, kind of assumed that it was like dead skin. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, dead skill, just like chap, advanced chapping, basically. Yeah, advanced chapping. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just was like, man, I hope they got water, but I know how Saban did, especially early. So they have water at least, right? Like, yeah, come on. I'm sure they had water. I'm sure they, they did. Uh, but the. Then they just sort of the first couple clips were all like tied together, I feel like. But then Leo's just like ahead the Magnum Defender. Anyway, remember when Magnum Defender showed up? Because nothing really that because we're just going to skip over the lights of Orion because because it was boring. And we (laughs) all I was going to say, like, do we really want them to talk about the lights of Orion? (laughs) No, of course not. It's just funny. Uh, And then. uh Damon's like, yeah, that guy had some serious stuff on on his mind, like Scorpius destroying his son, uh, and then being in that hole, and that just that those couple sentences cracked me up. A, I had completely forgotten Scorpius existed uh, because a, it's been a while, and b, he was boring. Uh, and then we see. Uh, and then what's funny is we flash back to Magna Defender having a flashback because this scene is him explaining to them what happened to him. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So and his voice uh, is ridiculous. It is. It's very funny. Uh, it's like when Damon um, uh, imitates it. Yes, I do, too. Uh, Morgan, the voice actor for Magna Defender before it's Mike is the... Yeah the same voice actor as um, Goldar. So that's why it sounds that way. (laughs) I know we talked about it way back then, but yes, it's it. So it's, he's got a super gravelly voice. Um, uh, But yeah, he explains what happened to him. I still think this whole explanation is very funny. uh, And also more than the explanation I I was happy to see again the part where Mike falls in and they the CGI of like the sword of him <laughs> throwing the sword to catch Mike when he's it's a falling. It's really bad effect. It's really silly looking. Uh yeah. 
I also just love that Mike conveniently fell in the exact same hole as Magna Defender 3,000 years before. Like, there's only one hole in all of Miranoi. I want to say at the time we weren't even sure if it, like, if it was the same planet. Like, I feel like we were not even positive. It was like, no, he fell into, like, a hole, and all holes are connected, I guess. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, It's been a while. So, like, the Morphin grid, it's also, like, there's a hole grid. And if you drop in a deep enough hole, (laughs) all holes end up in the same place. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And again, Um, they they don't understand how it works themselves, because they say, like, oh, I took Mike's spirit, and it shows the Magnet Defender go into Mike's body. It looks like you took his body, not his spirit, but okay. Yes, that <laughs> phrasing was weird then. It's it's weird now. Uh, but then he hops back out, um, uh, and they're, they're like, yep, yeah, well, but then later it was fine. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. They actually do go into what happened after, which is... Um, uh, yeah, Damon does his good impression. He says, uh, uh, I don't have time for you. I'm on a mission, uh, which is, is funny. Um, and then Leo goes into like, well, eventually he saved my life. Uh, and, you know, he died. <laughs> Bummer for him. Saved all uh, our lives. He went into a volcano to make it so the volcano didn't kill us, I guess. I also just love seeing his son again, how he's just a mini version of him. It's the best yes, thing ever. I had forgotten about that, too. I, I, it's not that necessarily that I, there's a lot of filler in Lost Galaxy, but it's not so much that uh, it's like forgettable. It's just, again, we took like a six month break. So yeah. <laughs> apologies. Um, but yeah, he I had forgotten about the his son, who is uh, adorable. It it's confusing, the lore wise, but you know whatever, it's fine. It's like Signal Man and Signal Man Junior. Yes, you know? yeah, uh-huh. it's just like that. It's great. Sometimes you can just be like a small robot, and yes. you know, small robots grow up into big robots, and that's just how it works. Yeah. Yep. I do. I. I mean, listen. I genuinely love that. I just. I wish they had explained it to me at least a little yeah. bit because it was very confusing. Um, that shot is still cool of him like walking, like stumbling uh, with the like the thing to to uh, to deactivate the the volcano, and then there's like a flash of fire, and you see it's in his head. He's walking with his son. It's cool. It's a, a good shot. Yeah, um, Santa does good. <laughs> Um, yeah, cause the, cause it's from the Sentai and that's why it's good. Uh, it, there's good shots in the American stuff, but most of that, like, artfully done most stuff. Most of the really is good dramatic from, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From the Japanese version. Um, but yeah, he sacrificed himself, uh, and, and, uh, then Mike, li- and then like showed up as a ghost to give his powers to Mike. Um, and that, I can't remember. Is that plot point like something similar happen in the Sentai or no? Yeah, almost it's exactly the, the yeah. same okay, stuff. Okay, happened, I thought right, it did. I, I just yeah, couldn't like, remember. Like, yeah. like yeah, like after um, after the black, Bull black the Black Knight, yeah, sacrifices himself. Then Hyuga comes back and 
Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, a lot of his stuff is like them just adapting the Sentai. Yeah. Because I remember at the time thinking it was sort of like uh, how, like the opposite, like, you know how in Power Rangers, the the Green Ranger, sorry, in the Sentai that Power Rangers comes from, whose name escapes me at the moment, I apologize. Thank you. Um, The Green Ranger, the Dragon Ranger dies and he doesn't come back. But he was too popular to do that, so they just had to make up a bunch of footage. I I sort of thought at the time watching this until you told me it was uh, uh, copying the, the Sentai that it was like an opposite problem where they just like still had a lot of footage of the Magnet no. Defender left. No, it's almost so exactly they had the same to. Story. So yeah, okay, that, that yeah, yeah. I, I remember that now. Um, but yeah, so you see uh, uh, him him seeing Mike again, and uh, also when he had a slightly less snazzy outfit than the than the earlier one, but he did still used to wear the leather jacket. I feel like he really just wears the tank top now. Um, I mean, I think Corone took his like black motif. Oh sure, yeah. Only one ranger can also be wearing black. Wearing black leather, yeah, yeah. And she's the black leather ranger as opposed to the pink ranger. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty funny. She morphs and it's just the man. I'm sure we said this when it happened, but it should have been the pink ranger costume, but it also, it just has a jacket over it always. Oh, that would have been so good. Once it was her. (laughs) Um, I also just miss her collection of like giant wigs. The wigs are so good. Yeah, there's a bunch. I think there's, yeah, I miss her wigs too. Um, the, uh, uh, we then see like, bunch he, of shots we see of Mike ass he's getting like, the powers. And oh, yeah, then, Mike, yeah, we yeah. just basically see lots of shots of to- of the different toys as they got yeah. them. Yeah, um, and because like Damon's like, man, we were a team of six, invincible. Yeah. And um, they're like, and you can buy the motorcycle, and you can buy the weird lion car, and you yes. can buy the, the rocket launchers. And you could buy the trans daggers. Still a good name. We <laughs> haven't regretted that. Uh, and, but yeah, you just see all the toys, basically. Um, most of which they've used in the show, like, once each. Yeah. Uh, but uh, then we see... Um, you know, cut back to them again. Uh, hanging Getting there, pretty rough and now, yeah. Looking pretty rough. I guess there's probably at least some makeup going on. I think. Um, I think it's mostly makeup, but yeah, I, 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 I agree so. with you about Saban being um, not just a great water person. is important. <laughs> it's, it it's is very important. That's the least you could do. Uh, but yeah, so. He's like, how are you hanging in there, bud? And he's like, I'm doing great. He's like, hanging, ah. Oh, how dare oh, right. you? right, that's right, that yes, joke. that's not funny, ha ha ha. And they're like, man, um, Scorpius was bad, huh? <laughs> but we were badder. Yes. I- <laughs> uh, Scor- and which, like, then they cut, now, I... I don't remember the specifics, and I tried to look them up, but I couldn't figure out which episode it happened in. Weren't they tricked into killing Scorpius? Yeah, Scorpius was, like, influenced by Deviat to to fight the Rangers by himself, and then 
They yes. kill Scorpius. And and, yeah. and they are like, we did great, 100%, we're the best. And I'm like, I feel like you- I mean, from their perspective, that's what happened. Oh, I yeah. guess that's true, because that whole episode is basically from the villain's perspective. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Uh, yeah. And then, but, and then but, we get the best part in the episode where he's- <laughs> Like Drakina, she's just as bad as her dad, evil to the bone. But man, I but I'd hit it. Yeah, I'd hit it. <laughs> they say and cute, but yes, I mean yeah, that is a hundred percent. And then the they look at each yes. other. It's just like, but yeah, they're talking about man, she's so fucking evil. But yo, I'd hit it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she is hot though. Dang. Yeah, and then they show her showing up. Um I, I like about the I just shot like where canonically she shows they up. think that she's hot. I just like that. <laughs> It's pretty good. The shot where she shows up and does that, uh, whatever they are doing to color correct, the Yellow Ranger outfit is so white. Like, yes. It's so white. I didn't even notice that until so you said it. It's so blown out that it's white. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, that's the wrong color, but again, you are probably shooting during the day and trying to make it look like night. Yes, so there's an old technique called day for night, which is a, just a method of color correcting, um, and it doesn't, you know, they don't do it so much anymore because uh, now you can use um, uh, digital color correction, um, and if you don't do it super good, um, it it uh, it screws up all the colors, and I think at that, I think like in the eighties and, and early nineties, it, it screwed them up. Even if you did yeah. do it pretty well. So, um, yeah. So, uh, uh, when shooting day for, for night, the scene was typically underexposed in camera or darkened oh. using chemicals post-production. Uh, so whichever way they did it, it, yeah, you're right. It, the, the, it looks like they have a white ranger on the team, uh, but the yeah they don't. And then they're like, "But the psychos were the worst, worst, because uh, you know you got to show the the team up footage." As yeah, they're like we got as help from old friends. It's like, no, you didn't know them. You didn't, you've no, yeah, you know, no idea who those people were. What are you talking about? Yeah, the only person who knew them was uh, Trakina. Or, sorry, not Trakini, uh, Astronema. But it wasn't um, Astronema. Was didn't show up yeah. till later. There. Yeah, yes. So, um... I guess, uh, I guess they were really bad, though, because they do kill a ranger. Or I guess not, because they talk about how they're going to see Kendricks again someday. <laughs> I mean, she's a ghost, I guess. Like, she fully... Yeah, it, they they... He doesn't well, no, like I think Leo Electrip says like we'll see her again someday or something or uh, well, I am me, curious we'll, we'll if that's here. a line specifically to be like she's still in the plot we should keep on paying for her medical insurance. He says I know we're going to see her again someday which yeah. which is turns out to be correct but I don't know but, like, he, how would he you know that. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean I think he's just trying to be like you know uh positive I think but who knows. And then, um, but that's a weird thing to do for what a de- person you think is dead, though, right? Like, imagine that in real life. Like, yeah, I mean, someone's well, just like, I, we'll I, see her again someday. It's like, no, we won't, dude. Like, don't. That's that's not being positive. A, that's being delusional. She is a spooky ghost who did gift her right. sword to, you know, 
Astronomer crone, yeah. Yes. Uh, Like, yeah, I don't know. I I think... I think she's a force ghost. Sorry, uh, grid ghost. Um, and mm-hmm. you could, you could, I think saying I know we'll see her again uh, is wrong, but you could maybe say, but we might see her again yeah, instead like, like, as yeah. opposed to no, we for sure yeah. won't. Yeah. And I mean, like we do, but like, like you said, force ghost, like, like, yeah, but Obi-Wan doesn't come back once he's a force ghost. He comes back as a ghost, but he doesn't like come back. Like, But Luke does see him again. Yeah, but it's like, it's it, it's weird that they're like just saying it, that she's gonna come weird. back, right? I, like, I agree. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Uh. We then see the the scene where uh, Caron shows up uh, to to uh, stop um, Trakina, which was is still probably my favorite scene in the in the show so far. That was pretty cool. Um. Uh. Then we then. I feel like they skip a bunch because, like, there just wasn't that much between They go that. right to the Lost Galaxy stuff, yes. which is two episodes yeah. ago, remember? Yes, like. yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like, oh, and then uh, Deviat was, looked gross for a while, and then he got better, I guess. Uh, now we're in the Lost Galaxy. Uh, and then they show the shot of the 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 big dinosaur thing that Captain Mutiny right that man that shot that whole sequence of shots yeah, where that canoe, dinosaur the, the, the shows up and then the out. space canoe and yes is great i love that um and then they're like uh oh speaking of mutiny it's sunset is it uh, it looks just as bright as it was earlier <laughs> <laughs> right. don't worry about it but he shows up and he's like a really Whoa. cool looking monster guy I, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, who's this weird monster guy? He's so good looking, and then they just don't do anything with it. You, I don't know about it. Uh, uh, I mean, he's got a scary face. He's kind of like um, he looks very. I thought like, he was like a Venus flytrap or something. Oh, but maybe, maybe. He's a fish. You're right. It looks kind of like. Oh yeah, his uh, shoulder pieces are very Venus flytrappy. I I, I kind of felt like more fishy because of the fins, but like you're totally right. It also like the head kind of reminds me of some depictions of like Leviathan in in FF games. You know, like I could see that. I think you might be right on the fish thing. I think I might have just. But they do look like yeah, because it does look like like Venus flytrap. Yeah, a lot of times they'll be mashed up. So Um, it's a really cool monster design that it, it just. I, I don't even there. know where they got I this from. I feel like it does yeah. have to be an original or something, because I'm not sure where else it would have been used. It could have been from another series, and we're just not remembering it. Like, a lot of times they'll just have some of the suits. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, I don't see it listed in the Ranger Wiki page. It doesn't He's say. He's not on screen for very long. No. Um, sometimes they'll have the monsters, but not always. Um, so then, uh, but yeah, he's like, okay, well, uh, here I am, uh, and I'm going to make you walk the plank by which I mean, kill you (laughs) with this sword, which is what walk the plank means, I guess. Uh, and, um, uh, they do this thing where they like. They're kill hanging. Me. No, right. kill me. So they're like twisting around to be in front and be like, oh, kill me. And and it like stalls for, I don't know, 10 seconds basically. And then he's just like, I'll just kill both of you. Uh, 
but all the the other rangers show up in their little space go kart things. I do like how Academy says you're bringing name of. you're bringing tears to my one good eye. Yes, that was good. Uh, so then uh, the the uh, Crone like slashes the their chain uh, and they're able to morph. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe they could they could have probably figured that out. But in I fact, think they, they could have. But she they cuts actually the, don't she even cuts have the to... chain. But they're still like they're still like cuffed, and then they just are not after that. Yeah, yeah. I actually was wrong about needing to insert a part. You literally just push a button on it. Like I don't only know, Mike I... needs to insert the part. I okay. was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I you could have figured that out, right? Uh, yeah. Um. But uh, the the rain, you know, they're uh, like, okay, uh, well, fuck this, and then the this monster, monster, yeah, is like. I do like the line is they sicken me, and then he leaves. It was all perfectly fine until like more people showed. I was like, fucking done. They sicken me. Yeah, he also says no more swashbuckling around, uh, and then. (laughs) Uh, and then Leo does his Battleizer Red Armor Ranger thing that I completely forgot about, where he turns into uh, <laughs> the best part an aeroplane. Is, is the feet that don't do anything? <laughs> he just has the, he just has these metal feet for like no we've, reason. <laughs> we've talked about it before. For some reason, the Battleizers always have these little feet parts, and I don't know why. They're it, if it was just like the top bit. I mean, I don't know. This particular one looks silly. If but it is like an add-on to a toy or something, though, I could totally see, like, if you were snapping these onto a toy that you would want to, like, balance the toy so it could stand better with the new... Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I don't think about it like a toy. Yeah, right. I haven't considered that, but that's a good point. Um, there's no practical purpose in the show, but it's just like... Yeah. I can see him making it Toyota. Toyetic. Then, yeah, the whole fight is just he walks he walks forward with his cool armament, which is I think this shots in the intro where he's walking forward and getting his face yes, behind him. Is. And then he just goes like, haha, finishing move, you're dead. Yes. Now there this type of explosion I know is used a lot more in later series and people really don't like them. Um where basically there's explosions just behind them. Uh, yeah. I don't particularly care that much usually, except that they sort of imply that the fish guy is like, no, you can't defeat me with that armor. And I'm like, you just missed. It's not the armor. You just didn't hit him. If you had perhaps aimed better, I think <laughs> I think maybe... It would have worked out for you, but yeah, I think one of the things they could have done maybe is show that like some of the shots are hitting them, but they're just sparking off or something. But like, right? Yeah. Uh, but the the you know it it's that why would they put effort into a clip show episode? Yeah. Like why? Right. <laughs> he uses the um uh the the special attack on it, which is where like the cockpit part of the. Go Google what it looks like because it's honestly hard to describe. It's like he's wearing a fighter pilot uh, or like fighter a, plane. A, a fighter plane on him. And then the the cockpit part comes off and goes over his head like it's a visor. 
And he and has a targeting he, thing, and then... Yeah, and he yeah. shoots him a bunch, and he Because you totally need a targeting radical to basically... For a gun that'll just explode everything. Right, yes, to shoot a million bullets. Uh, laser bullets. Um, this is where uh, Maya, you know, they're he's dead... The other rangers run up. Maya's like, "Why didn't you tell us where we were go, where you were going?" Which I did think was pretty funny as a callback that they immediately are pissed that they didn't say anything. Um, and uh, I like when he's like, "How'd you guys find us anyway?" And Corona's just like, "With difficulty, we're not going to explain anything." Yeah, don't have to explain shit. I do also like this bit where they keep like trying to talk to the other rangers, and like one of them, like Damon, will shove. Leo out of the way, and then Leo will shove Damon out of the way. I thought that was pretty cute. And, um, and at the end here, Damon's like, "Hey, we're literally gonna take the first hit," and he's and he's like, "I think I was." And it's like, "What? Okay, why are you like asking him if he was really gonna do it? Because he physically got in front of you, getting ready to get hit. Like, yes, there's not like, I don't know why he's like, were you really gonna do that? He did it. He did the thing. Well, here's the thing." <laughs> Here's the thing. This is flirting. They're flirting. And that's, yeah. uh, so this is some playful, uh, like, Hey, were you really going to get hit for me? And, uh, cause that's the only thing that I can think of that, that makes this make sense because then they're like, uh, oh, uh, well, besides we were so out in the sun so long, I must be getting delirious. And Damon's like delirious. Uh, and then he like sort of play slaps at him and, uh, Mike dodges out of the way and, or sorry, not Mike, Leo. And then like points and laughs at him. And I was just like, yep. Being bros. They're dudes being dudes. It's just, (laughs) it's just dudes being dudes. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. It's cute. I think that that interaction is fun. Uh, it's just that, you know, the whole, it's a clip show. It's a clip show. Right before the end of the season, which feels like, I guess it sort of makes sense that that's what you would do, but I feel like that's what you would do when there's been a lot of plot, right? Yeah, like, that's the thing I was going to say, like, like usually a clip show is there to like summarize, like not usually, because sometimes it's like a sitcom, it doesn't really matter what the plot is, but sometimes it's like, like I, I like in a lot of, like, I think Gundams tend to have like a clip show in the middle of them to be like, this is what happened in the season. It's got like a framing device or whatever, just to kind of catch yeah. you up. But like this episode shows how little happened in Power yes. Lost uh-huh. Galaxy. Cause like this, it doesn't cover anything. Like barely anything happens. I mean, I think they're trying to set the stakes, but they are, are also cutting out everything that doesn't matter. Like the I lights of Orion. What actually like, happened is they had too many episodes ordered and they were like, okay, let's just do a clip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the reason they used to do all these clip shows was because um, these shows were not in syndication. So if you didn't have a clip show, you couldn't like go and look this stuff up on the Internet. You had to have some summary of what happened. And yeah. I mean, honestly, we forgot about the Magna Defenders kid. That's true. It, it's just I it didn't doesn't... forget that stuff. But yeah, <laughs> well, I did. But but I, I will I say. Yes, it would make a lot more sense if it was like uh, a relatively plot he- or not even plot heavy, but like more things you need to remember. And I feel like it just wasn't yeah. that necessary. Um, but whatever. I also am not like that mad about it. It's it. it. I think it's fine. I think, I think, it, I think it's it, just that we had to do a recap episode 
on a, yes. on, a on a clip show. So it's like hard I to do. I will and... I will say we still took 50 minutes to cover uh yeah. Well, well, you know, we were finding some fun stuff to talk about, but yeah. Uh, also, we only had an hour 20, and most of the, like, I feel like a lot of the episode was us talking about stuff, so. Half yeah. an hour of it, definitely. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it, here's what I'll say. The next episode involves, uh, a, a sorceress going to a space graveyard and resurrecting a bunch of the monsters they've already fought and they have to fight them again. That is a way where you can reuse stuff, but it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's an interesting, like, way to do that. And this yeah. this is like, the framing device is okay. I think it's nice that the clips are pretty short, but like, it's, I don't know, it's a clip show. So it, it's it's fine. Agreed. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, We've got some... uh. Uh, questions here that we got uh, off of Twitter. Um, let's see. Uh, well, so Morgan, you made me laugh. Do you remember that one time we recorded a podcast about remembering clip shows? Yes, we're doing it right now. Uh, <laughs> Mike uh, asks, uh, what framing device would a clip show episode of, of Teenagers with Attitude have? Speaking of which, uh, I think you would do something about like, uh, here, here's my thought. We used to joke about like, uh, we've been cursed and we are, uh, or I mean, sorry, we have been cursed to, to watch every episode of Power Rangers. Um, but, uh, not every, uh, you know, not every cast member is on every episode and we've got some people who just can't make it on anymore for whatever reason. I think you would do like a, f- a framing device where you're joking about people who've escaped the curse somehow. Mm. And so like you would then feature like some clips of, of that person. I thought that would be a funny way to do it. Um, I think we're, we're on our annual audio entropy ski trip. We all get trapped to do a cabin after an avalanche. Oh, <laughs> yeah, or that. We're not talking uh, about our lives. <laughs> mine was uh, it is a post-apocalyptic future where all that is left is one city, and we are talking about how we remember survival techniques about Angel Grove, uh-huh. the post-apocalyptic city that yes. survived the apocalypse. Yes, perfect. Mine was Got a it. joke. Cause that's like a standard one of those. Oh, like, yeah. I, like getting caught in an elevator is another one. Like <laughs> caught uh, in a cave, yeah. Caught in somewhere, yes. Uh, yeah, in that sense, I I at least appreciated the like t- they're t- literally like t- you know tied up as opposed to like oh no we're stuck in the elevator or whatever. Yeah. Um, what if this show was? What if this episode was just? Like Leo and Damon stuck in an elevator on Terra Venture. I mean, that would also actually be pretty funny because it's a space elevator that's broken, which is just something cra- cracks me up about that. Um, uh, Ava asks, what's your favorite fun container for water? Unlike those boring old bottles. I don't know how many fun water containers there are, but I have used one of those, um, like camelback things for oh, yeah. uh, for hiking and running and stuff, and I really like those. They're fun. Um, I mean, I, I like. Oh, go ahead, go for it. I was gonna say I like those uh, sippy hats, but those usually don't have water. 
mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Could be though. I always thought the gourds with little stoppers in them were cool. Oh, those are fun. Yeah, I like those too. Those are cool. And um, for me, it's a, a bowl. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> sort of thought it might be, <laughs> but it's still good. Yeah, I mean, uh, some of those would have helped these boys. I don't think the bowl would have helped them as much, but that would have been a real dick move. Is you put water in a bowl out in front of them, and you're like, "Oh, you can have some water <laughs> if you here, can get to it." It's all you want. Um. Jeremy asks, can you skip this episode? We could skip any episode, but no. As is told, Maybe. we are cursed to watch every episode. Yes, and exactly. only, only if you free yourself from the curse can you not watch this episode. Yeah, like we can't we can't fight the curse, so Yeah. Um you know, I will say I've been thinking about like we've been doing this show for a long time. I want to continue doing it. Um, we've had to change up the schedule, uh, you know, get people in and out in terms of who can record and stuff like that. And I'm not against in the future, maybe not covering every single episode of a, uh, of a series. Sorry to, to break the bit there, but your soul that's up for grabs. So I guess, you know, (laughs) yes, I will lose my soul. That's right. That's, that's part of the curse, but what I'll say is I I did briefly consider it, but not this far into a season. If we hmm. decide to do that, I will figure that out like early and I will let the listeners know. Uh, but honestly, the one of the biggest reasons I don't want to do that is um, I kind of said it earlier. I like filler episodes sometimes. You can find lists where people are like, you only really need to watch these episodes of Lightspeed Rescue. And I'm like, yeah, but what if I miss like the turbo episode where they get turned into pizza? I bet that's not on the like essential list and I don't want to miss that one. (laughs) So the episode uh, where Goku and Piccolo learn to drive as mentioned previously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For for Power Rangers, especially, it seems like, cause like the majority of the show is filler. Like that's that's the thing. It's mostly (laughs) filler. Like, like it's not even really, it's not even really filler. That's not really an appropriate way to say it. It's just, it's a very episodic show where like plot episodes don't happen that often. Like, and I feel like, and I don't mean to be mean, but like I have looked at those before. And a lot of times big, big power Rangers fans will be like, well, you have to watch this episode because it's where they get this equipment. And I was like, I don't care about that unless it's like a fun episode so what if we didn't see where they got the trans daggers then where would we be i know that's true we'd be so lost um but so like it's possible in the future we may not but i will let everybody know uh and i'll only do that if i can find a good way to figure out which episodes are worth talking about which i think honestly would require me to watch the whole season (laughs) first probably <laughs> which, which yeah, i don't, uh, I don't really want to skip episodes ex- unless, except for like either. clip episodes really like i think yes. like if it's like a really boring clip thing like this one but like it's somehow even worse than like <laughs> yeah, sure I, but like i, I don't want to but like that's like i said that's the show that's what the show yes. is so to, like, to be clear i actually let me let me um go back i'll i would only do that if it was like 
we are really struggling to get people scheduled. Uh, we're all very busy. If if it's like we either like need to figure out how to uh, do episodes like shorter or less of them, but still move forward or we just don't do it anymore. That would be the, when I would maybe do that. But otherwise mm-hmm. we will continue to do all the episodes cause it's fun. And that's, that's yeah. why I like doing it. So, um, but yeah, so, so, uh, no, I wouldn't, we cannot skip it. Unfortunately. Uh, I do think it's funny. Um, I know Jeremy and that they're a normal listener. I think it's very funny to ask a question that, you know, I'm going to put at the end of an episode after we've covered it. That's can you skip it? <laughs> but no, we didn't. Um, and then uh, M. Healy asks, why do pirates make people walk the plank when they can just push people off the side of the ship without, without having to get out the lumber? Now, as mentioned relatively recently, I have a friend who's a pirate historian. I asked... A hundred percent positive that the answer would be they didn't make people walk the plank. That's nonsense. But they th- here's the weirdest thing. The answer is they did do it. It's been documented, but nobody really knows why they did it, <laughs> which I think is the weirdest possible answer to have. <laughs> So that's pretty I don't good. Know. Like ceremonial it, thing, maybe like it's a, it's a yeah, like a shaming thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's a tradition, but nobody knows where it started. I will say it's it's from what she was telling me, and you, you can you can like look up the Wikipedia page for walking the plank, um, and, and if you want to see this, but there are basically like I don't remember the exact number, but let's say seven like documented examples. So it's not like it was a thing that happened all the time, but like we do know it happened, which is really bizarre to me that it's like it wasn't a tradition. They don't really know why, but they did kill people that way a couple times. (laughs) Like, why? What? I don't know. That's just really strange. Because, yeah, you just huck them over the – like, I'm sure it's like partially – you know, it's in as, as an example, right? Like that's uh, that's why a lot of those um, uh, punishments were like horrific. Uh, but but I don't know really what's worse about that than just making someone jump off the side. I guess so. I don't know why they did the plank. It seems weird to me. <laughs> but um, I will say really quickly this is without look getting so good in a movie one day, guys. Yeah, totally. I will say. <laughs> Uh, on that point, without um, re- like describing a bunch of the really gross ones, but like the the a lot of the uh, the the tortures that get attributed specifically to pirates, I'm going to tell you this, and you're not going to be surprised. Were actually invented by like the British or Danish navies to use on their soldiers, not pirates, ah. because. Uh, the pirates were, you know, I'm not saying that life was great, but like they were given like a share of the money and stuff. Uh, when you're living on a British Navy ship and like almost starving to death, uh, and also they don't pay you really, the way that they would keep morale up is by being like, we'll keel haul you. 
Uh, don't look that one up unless you want a fucked up thing. But yeah, they no. most of those were invented by by navies, not by pirates. Um, I'm sure pirates did them some, but but also I think pirates uh, and and she did say this a little bit too. Pirates, if they were going to kill you, mostly just like would strand you or or like you know. Do something that that wasn't like a lot of work for no reason and yeah. or a waste of ammunition. <laughs> they so yeah, it's I just think that's that's interesting. And yeah, I didn't I really expected uh walking the plank to be fake, but I was wrong. So uh I guess uh don't you know make pirates mad they might do that to you, but probably not. Probably not. Oh. Um, Good to know. That's going to do it for us this week, I think. Next week is not a clip show, so that's fun. Yay! (laughs) Uh, So come back next time. We're going to talk about a a clip show episode. Or, sorry, a not clip show episode. I I screwed up immediately. Um, So until then, uh, 14 years of attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Emily. And I've been Morgan. And may the power protect you always.